Hallelujah. Yes, we're going to continue our series on the local church. Say the local church. The local church. See, I love the church. I love the church. Think about it. I love the church. Yeah. Praise God. The local church. God's investment. Ah, ah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, we are moving straight to the local church. We've talked about the universal church. Actually, the topic is the local church and you. Uh, we've talked so much on the universal church. So, one will be fast with the local church so we can finish up on time. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to just give us some definitions on the local church. I think I mentioned one before. Then we'll read some scriptures and we'll just cascade down. Hallelujah. Alright. The local church is a gathering of those who believe in Jesus. Is a gathering of those who believe in Jesus. Or the local church is a gathering of those who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Yes. A gathering of those who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord who are committed to meet regularly. Not these terms. Who are committed to meet regularly for worship, teaching, fellowship, prayer, accountability, and they help make disciples of all people. I will go again. I will go again. The local church is a gathering of those who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord who are committed. There is commitment in the local church. And we will talk about that very soon. Committed to meet regularly for worship, teaching, fellowship, prayer, accountability, and they help make disciples of all people. Another definition, the local church is the gathering or is a gathering of the saints. The local church can be defined as a gathering of the saints, as a gathering of the saints. Hallelujah. It is the gathering of the members of the body of Christ in a particular location. The local church, you know, you see, you want to note some of these things. The local church is a gathering of the members of the body of Christ in a particular location. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Praise God. It is the physical gathering of a spiritual entity. The local church. The physical gathering of a spiritual entity. Hallelujah. So it means that what brings us together as a local church is the fact that we believe in Jesus. Actually, it's not supposed to be that in the local church, that's why people are actually getting born again. The reason why we are gathering in the local church is because we believe in Jesus. Of course, if we are, it doesn't mean that we will not have people who are not born again. No. It doesn't mean that. If our people are not born, is it bad? Is it wrong to lead them to Christ? No, it's not bad. It's not wrong. But you see, it's more on the fact that what brings us together is, on, is because we are born again. We are the saints of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's see some scriptures. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts 2, 41. We have lots to do this morning. So we'll be fast with our reading. All right. Acts 2.41, Acts 2.41. Are you with your Bible? If you are with your Bible, your mobile app, your mobile app rather, you can, you know, open it. If someone is by your side, he doesn't have, you can share. Praise God. You can share with the person. Hallelujah. Acts 2.41. It says, and they that gladly received the word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Now, you notice, you notice what we just said. They believed, baptized, 
then what? Added to the church. Added to the church. So they were not counted as part of the church until they got saved. Just to corroborate what we just said. Acts 2.47. Acts 2.47. It says, Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church. The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Now, if you see the word such as should be saved, you might be tempted to think it's something that is added to the church, those who will be saved. Now, let's see that from way more translation. I don't know, some of us don't have way more translation. We're also going to check it from NLT. I'll read it from way more translation from here. It says, Acts 47, it says, Praising God and being regarded with favor by all the people. Also, day by day, the Lord added to their number those whom he was saving. He added to their number those whom he was saving. Praise God. NLT, the same Acts 2 47. NLT uses the word those who were being saved. So they were added to the church. So until they were saved, they were not added to the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It almost looked like an anomaly for you to have an unbeliever in the church. An unbeliever, that, that, that person who is not saved in the church. It was not normal. It was not normal. Oh, glory to God. You know, it reminds me of one church. Um, I think it was in church in China. They, uh, I read of the story. How that they, you know, there was, you know, it's not really permitted there to meet, to have, um, to have church and all of that. Or it has to be under government. It has to be regulated, regulated by the government and all of that. So they were, they called them the underground churches. So one of them, one of these underground churches, they realized that every time they met, the government kept arresting them. They kept arresting their leaders and all of that. Guess what they did? The pastor said, he knew, of course, he prayed about it. I knew that most likely we will have an informant in our midst. Of course, for you to have had an informant, it means that the person was not born again, right? So, they planned service, did not announce venue, did not announce time. They planned the service, they changed direction because they kept changing location and the government kept, you know, they kept the tab on them. So they were wondering how. So they planned their service, one of the services. They changed location, changed everything. Guess what? The very guy who was the informant for the government was the only one who didn't show up. And they knew that he was the guy. And because they confirmed it, he was the guy. So it was like an anomaly for you to have an unbeliever in the church. This was how the local church started. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acts 11. Let's see Acts chapter 11. Acts chapter 11. Acts chapter 11. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acts 11, 21. Acts 11, 21. Look at this. It says, the church in Antioch, when Barnabas visited. Sorry, that was my, sorry, sorry. It says, and the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and were turned unto the Lord. Now, this was actually the church in Antioch, right? It says, and the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Meaning that they were also added to the church. We're going to come back to the church in Antioch. Praise God. I put here that a local church will be a physical demonstration of a spiritual reality. Hallelujah. Which means that our coming together will be coming together to demonstrate our oneness in Christ. To show our oneness in Christ. That's a local church. Our oneness in Christ. The local church is God's design for his work to be done on the earth. 
That's how God reaches out to the earth. It's by the local church. Thank God for the recaps that IBK gave and you know, thank God for how the flow has been and all of that. You know, we've been talking about ministry gift and all of that. We've talked about the fact that ministry gifts, he said he gave them to the church. And, right? Giving to the church. Let's see it. 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11, 29. 1 Corinthians 11, 29. I want us to read it together. Um, sorry. Sorry, sorry. All right. First um, Corinthians twelve, rather. Verse twenty-eight. First Corinthians twelve twenty-eight. I want us to read that twenty-eight together. One to go. Hallelujah. He says, and God has set some in the church, false apostles. Now notice the word. He said, he set them where? He set them where? He set them where? So where do you find these ministry gifts? Where do you find these ministry gifts? So it means that the true the church is the system that God uses to reach out to the earth. That's what we're trying to say. So it means that the evangelist has a church. Yes, he can organize outreaches, go out for, you know, crusades and all of that. But he has a church that he comes back to. The apostle has a church. The prophet has a church. And through the church, the local church, he reaches out to the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say this after me. Say, I believe in the local church. I believe in a local church. Let's just quickly see two scriptures. Terms used to describe the local church. The church. Terms used to describe the church. The local church. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. Galatians 6.10. Galatians 6.10. Galatians 6.10. It says, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. The church. Called the household of faith. In Ephesians chapter 2.19, you will see the church was also described as the household of God. The household of God. So the local church is the household of God. Hallelujah. The local church is the household of God. Praise God. Who should attend the local church? <laughs> Who should attend the local church? Eh? You are not answering me. Who should attend the local church? The called, the poor, eh? The saved. Okay. Somebody say something. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick what the person. Eh? The called, all. Oh, all. Great. Yes. Every believer, every one of us should be part of a local church. You are not in a local church on YouTube, boo. <laughs> some, some people, their local church pastor is on YouTube. So when I just sit down and dissect his word, ah, I have to be refreshed. You are not in a local church, and you will know why very soon. Praise God. That person you are following on YouTube or Facebook that you call your pastor, who probably doesn't even know, doesn't even know you, is not your pastor. You can't be pastor that way. You can't be pastor that way. Praise God. And you'll probably know why soon. Praise God. Every one of us should be part of a local church. Let's see Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews 10, 23. 
Are you being blessed this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 23. Hebrews 10, 23. Praise God. One way to easily sleep, sleep is when we say don't, don't turn there, just be looking. You know, you just keep staring. Before you know, start feeling sleepy. Participate. There's participation in the local church. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10 from verse 23. Well, what we are discussing is not something that does not concern you. Eh? We are not, it, it affects both of us. All of us. It's something that has to do with us. Praise God. You are part of the local church. So you participate. Hebrews 10 from verse 23. It says, let's read together. One, two, go. Verse 24. Hallelujah. It says what? Let us what? Consider one another. How will you consider one another? In the local church. You will not be able to effectively do that in, on YouTube. You know that, right? It says let us consider one another to provoke one another unto love. Aya, glory. To do good works. Verse 25. Let's read verse 25 together. One, two, go. It says, not forgetting, not forsaking the gathering of believers. The gathering of the saints. You just didn't show up. He said, don't be that person. I woke up... uh, my mind says I should not go. Me, anything my mind tells me, I, I used to follow my mind. <laughs> I, not like I was okay, not like anything happened. My mind just said I should not go. It says not forsaking. <laughs> not forsaking. Oh, it reminds me of that song. I don't know very well. It says, if it rains, I will still follow Jesus. <laughs> it says not forsaking. It says... Verse 25 says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves, the gathering of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. Ask your neighbors, are you that some? He said, is is their manner, is their way to forsake the gathering, the assembling of one another. It doesn't mean anything to them. We announced that there was going to be a prayer meeting. It doesn't concern you. Should be they are the ones that want to pray. Praise God. He said, as the manner of some is, glory to God. As the manner of some is. He says, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. He said, so much the more as you see the day approaching. We do this much more. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it shows that every believer should be committed to the local church. Hallelujah. Every believer should be committed to the local church. Every believer. Let's see Acts. We've read it before. I'll just read it again. Acts 2.42. It says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in breaking of bread and in prayers. Look at this in Weymouth. Weymouth. It says, And they were constant. Oh, glory to God. If I were you, just for this alone, I'll go and buy Weymouth. Praise God. I will download it. I get it. Hallelujah. It says, and they were constant in listening to the teaching of the apostles. Hallelujah. And in their attendance at the communion. That's what is there. It says, and they were constant in listening to the teaching of the apostles and in their attendance at the communion. That is, the breaking of bread and at prayer. They didn't miss prayer meetings. 
<laughs> Praise God. We announced that there were going to be a prayer meeting that same day. That's the day you felt like washing all your clothes. I think I need to. <laughs> Praise God. See, they were constant in listening to the teaching of the apostles and in their attendance. Ask your neighbors, are you constant in your attendance? Are you feeling guilty? The way you are saying this. Say it boldly. Say, are you constant in your attendance? Say it boldly. Say, are you constant in your attendance? That's the local church. He said they were constant. They were not looking for, where is brother Aaron? He has got to offer sacrifice. <laughs> no. They were constant. In the teaching, the teaching of the world, the breaking of bread, the communion, and in prayer, they were there. When they come for a prayer meeting, they were there. They said, ah, no, I'm a word guy. I'm a word man. Word smith. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I said, they were there. They were there. Those are every time. Church, 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 church. I said, they were constant. The rest of you are looking at me now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody. Glory to God. I'm just preaching God's word and having a great time. Hallelujah. Are you having a great time in church? Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, and you see, that constant did not mean that they were going from church to church. Some people are constant in moving from hopping into churches. No. They were constant in a particular place. In the local church. They were constant. They were constant in the local church. They were constant in the local church. Some people were like, what are they doing in, I want to, how did they do their service? Observer. I didn't know you worked for Heineck. <laughs> I just want to see their service. Then you are there. Then, you know, they are praying, lifting up holy hands, and, you know, you are, you are observing. Ah. Nice, nice. They tried. They tried. They are, they are coming up. You know? <laughs> they were constant in, the, in their meetings. In their meetings. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's see Jesus. Praise God. Luke 4, 16. Luke 4, 16. Luke 4, 16. It says, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. Look at this. And as his what? Custom it was. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read the church. Hallelujah. He stood up to read. Hallelujah. He stood up for to read. Let's see it again. I want us to read it together. Luke 4, 16. Are you there? One, two, go. Hallelujah. This is custom. Is it your custom to be in church? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Don't be quiet this morning. Is it your custom to be in church? Yeah. Is it your custom to be in church? It says, as his custom was. As his custom was. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the local church is where believers gather. It's where believers gather. It's a community of the saints. The community of the saints. Hallelujah. Those who are born again. An association of the brethren. Praise God. And they, they are there regularly. Let's quickly look at the purpose of the local church. What is the purpose of this local church? Hallelujah. The purpose of the local church. Quickly, Matthew 
28. Praise God. Look into your Bible if you can. If you don't have your, you can look to the screen. Praise God. Just, just make sure that you see these things. Matthew 28, verse 18. It says, And Jesus spoke unto them, saying, All authority, all power, is given unto me in heaven and earth. Verse 19, it says, Go ye therefore and make students. <laughs> and teach, hallelujah, enrollment in all nations. Praise God. Look at what it says. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe. Are you seeing these terms? Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always to the end of the world. Hallelujah. Luke 24. Luke 24. Luke 24. Praise, praise the Lord. Luke 24. We want to see the purpose of the local church. Luke 24, 46. Luke 24, 46. I'll read from here. It says, And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead on the third day. Verse 47. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name, in his authority, among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Praise God. Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. Acts 1. Acts chapter 1. Praise God. Are you in Acts? You are not answering. Are you in Acts? All right, sir. Verse 3. It says, To whom also he look at Jesus. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Being seen of, seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. He says, and being assembled together with them. Did you notice that? And being assembled together with them, commanded that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, ye have heard of me. Hallelujah. When Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't come and started saying what was not pertaining to the kingdom. He said for 40 days. When they met, discussing things pertaining to the kingdom, for 40 days, 40 days, the things pertaining to the kingdom. You know, you know ask, how, how, how hot was it? Let me even tell you how hot the hell was. That, praise God. <laughs> that was not the subject of discussion. The things of the kingdom, pertaining to the kingdom. Praise God. Pertaining to the kingdom. And he says, I'm being assembled together with them. He was with them. It is, I know you guys, go and sort yourself out. Me, I've done my own part. He was with them. Meeting with them regularly. So the church is not, the local church is not where you pay visits to. Praise God. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. You should be part of a local church. I said a local church or the local church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's just try and move fast. Let's just go and try and move fast. A, purpose of the local church. You can write this as A, as the first purpose. Which is, for me, is the primary purpose of the local church. Is to glorify God. Is to glorify God. Who meets to glorify God. Hallelujah. To bring glory to his name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, praise God. You know, this is the most important gathering in the world. This is the most important gathering in the world. When saints gather together to glorify the Lord. To glorify him. That's the purpose of the church. That's the purpose of the church. Ephesians chapter, nine, chapter 1, 
Ephesians 1, read from verse 9. Ephesians 1 from verse 9. It says, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure which he hath proposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one, in all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him, who worked all, who worked all things after the counsel of his will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. To be to the praise of his glory. That's the purpose of the church. To, for the praise of his glory. Praise God. For the praise of his glory. The next one, I put it as B. The local church has a responsibility to witness to the world. The purpose of the local church. To witness to the world. It's our responsibility to win the world to Christ. Hallelujah. It's our responsibility to publish this gospel. Hallelujah. It's our responsibility. Mark chapter 16. Mark 16. Mark 16. Read from verse 15. Hallelujah. Mark 16. Are you in Mark 16? Are you in Mark 16? You are not sure. Are you in Mark 16? Mark 16 from verse 15. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hold them. He said, They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord, walking with them. Of course, you know what that... Let's just move on. Hallelujah. And confirming the world with signs following. Hallelujah. The Lord walking with them and confirming his world with signs following. Praise God. To witness to the world. That's the responsibility of the local church. All of us ought to go out there and win people to Christ. You know, many times people are wondering. Sometimes, you know, we're wondering why we didn't have a first timer. That's our responsibility, actually. Go out there and win people for Christ. Win souls for Christ. Tell someone about Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, in my name, we'll cast out demons. In his name. We'll cast out demons. Praise God. He said, the Lord walking with them. Walking and performing their word, his word with signs and wonders. Confirming his word with signs and wonders, rather. Working with us. Praise God. So the second purpose, which I put as B, is to witness to the world. And I explained that during the workers' meeting this morning. That's the reason why when we got born again, all of us did not just go to heaven once. We have a responsibility here as a church. You and I, it's our responsibility to win, to reconcile men back to God. It's our responsibility. And I said this morning, angels will not preach the gospel. Do you know that? Angels won't preach the gospel. It's our responsibility to preach the gospel. Every opportunity we have, every means we have to preach the gospel. Tell someone about Jesus. Tell someone about Jesus. It's the responsibility of the church. The responsibility of the church to tell, you know, to win the world back to him. To reconcile the world back to him. To tell the world, he is not angry with you. God is not angry with you. You are not in the hands of an angry God. No. He's winning you back. Reconciling you back unto him. It's our responsibility. The responsibility of the church. When was the last time you preached the gospel? Praise God. 
When was the last time you got? I'm not saying. You just, <laughs> you gave chat and walked away. Praise God. You got someone saved. Got someone filled with the Holy Ghost instantly. Praise God. Are there people here who, you know, who have had that before? You know, we have had cases where we went for outreaches from church and we got people saved, got people filled with the Holy Ghost. Even Muslims, are they, are they here? Can you wave your hand to, to testify of that? Yes, some of them are at the back. Got them saved and got them filled with the Holy Ghost. Church is not just look, looking good, feeling fly, having a nice time. Praise God. Oh, how was church today? I had fun. I had a good time. What did you do? Like someone would say, he said, I danced and danced and danced and danced. And I forgot my name. <laughs> Woo! I forgot myself on the dance floor. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Glory to God. Our responsibility is to reconcile men back to God. It's our responsibility. Who will do it? You and I. You and I. It's our responsibility. We read it this morning. First Corinthians chapter 9. When Apostle Paul was saying that, he says, Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. Necessity is laid unto me. Necessity is important for me to do this. It's important for me to do this. We also read it this morning. It says, How shall they hear if there's no preacher? How shall they hear the gospel if no one preaches? Yes. Yes. It's our responsibility to take this world to our generation. Praise God. Is your generation going to hear the gospel? Is your generation going to hear the gospel? Then you want to preach the gospel. You want to preach the gospel. You know, when Jesus was saying that, you know, the harvest is plenty, the laborers are few. You know, many of us have, we pray, God, bring harvest, bring laborers, and he ends there. I like the way someone says it. When you pray that God brings laborers, know you are one of the laborers too. Praise God. Our responsibility to preach God's word. To tell someone about the Lord Jesus. To tell someone about the Lord Jesus. Don't let it go out of fashion. Don't let it go out of fashion. Jesus is in vogue. He is. He is. We can depopulate hell. Yes. And reconcile men back to the Father. Praise God. The third one, which is C, is the gift of the Spirit are manifested in the local church to edify the believers. In the local church, the gift of the Spirit. We talked about the gift of the Spirit this morning during the Sunday school. The gift of the Spirit manifested in the local church. The power gift, the vocal gift, hallelujah. The revelational gifts manifested in the local church. Manifested in the local church. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Manifested in the local church. Praise God. To edify the believers. To edify the believers. Praise God. To edify the believers. We are edified. When the gift of the Spirit is in operation, you are edified. Hallelujah. You are encouraged in your heart. Glory to God. That's the purpose of the local church. That's the purpose of the local church. D, which we are going to camp on a bit, is to stir up one another. No, we are not going to camp on this. This is the next one. To stir up one another in love. To stir up one another in love. The purpose of the local church. To stir up one another in love. You can't do that effectively on YouTube. It is done effectively on look on the, in the local church. How do you get stirred up? I see the way Brian Maker prays. My heart is stirred up. 
My heart is stirred up. I can do the same also. I see, you know, Brochet lay hands on the sick and they recover. I say, I can do the same also. The same Lord is rich unto us. The same Lord, hallelujah. The same Lord is rich unto us. I can do the same also. My heart is stirred up. I see the way believers give in the church. My heart is stirred up. I can do the same also. I can do the same also. I can do the same also. It's done effectively in the local church. It's done effectively in the local church. You will not be effective as a believer if you're not in the local church. Praise God. You won't be effective. You won't be effective. Yeah, you can bank on that. You won't be effective if you're not in the local church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12 verse 10. Romans chapter 12 verse 10. Romans 12 10. I want us to read together. Romans 12 10. Are you there? Romans 12 10. Are you in Romans 12 10? Alright, let's read together. I want to go. Alright, we are not there yet. You can is it on the on the screen? Let's read together. If you are not there, you can just look to the screen. Uh, the screen. Romans 12, 12 10. Want to go. How, where are you going to do this effectively? In the local church. Affectionate to one another. In brotherly love. Hallelujah. Honoring one another. Preferring one another. In the local church. Can you do that on YouTube? We are not answering. Can you do that on YouTube? No. So you must belong to a local church. You must be part of the local church. God's system. To reach the earth. Hallelujah. Galatians 6 verse 10. Galatians 6.10. Galatians 6.10. Quickly. Galatians 6.10. Galatians 6.10. Are you there? Are you in Galatians? On the screen. You can, you can check the screen. Galatians 6.10. Let's read together. One, two, go. We said the church is called the household of faith, right? He said do good to all men, especially those who are of the household of faith. Can you effectively do that in, on YouTube? No. So you don't skip meetings. I'm not saying that you should not probably, if you want to, of course, watch videos on YouTube and all of that, check messages. I'm not saying you should not do that. But don't make that your church. That's what I'm saying. So I went to church today. People say that. I went to church today. The church eh, was designed to gather physically. Forget, see, no matter how technology advances, the church will still gather physically. Yes, there's nothing the devil can do against that. There's nothing. He can try, but there's nothing he can do against that. It was designed that way. It was designed that way. Technology will never advance. If you like, hologram. (laughs) You know, in your house, you have, and the person is like, is there physical? It will never be as real as you being in the local church. Yes. Praise God. The next one, which is E, to build up the saints. The purpose of the local church. This is where we are going to camp on. The purpose of the... To build up the saints. To build up the saints. We are built up in the local church. Ah, yeah. Built up in the local church. Hallelujah. Fed in the local church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acts 20.32. Quickly. Acts 20.32. Acts 20.32. Are you there? Acts 20.32. 
Acts 20:32. Are you there? One, two, go. Let's read it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Romans 12, 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind, that it may prove what is that good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2 says that, As newborn babes desire the sincere make of the world, that you may grow thereby. You will be built up in the local church. Praise God. You will be built up in the local church. Hallelujah. You will be built up in the local church. Hallelujah. I'm talking about being built up. In the local church, you will be taught doctrine. Hallelujah. You'll be, you'll be taught God's word. You'll be schooled. You can effectively do that in the local church. You'll be schooled in the local church. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will learn to rightly divide the word of truth in the local church. Yes. You can effectively do that on your own. You can't. Praise God. Acts 11, 26. It says, and when he had found him, he brought him into Antioch. Praise God. And it came to pass, talking about Paul, Apostle Paul. It says, and, when, and it came to pass that a whole year, they assembled themselves with what? The church. With the church, they were there. As long as they were in Antioch, they were in the church. No, people would travel. And that's leave from church. Well, if, if I told those people they wanted to kill me, thank God I can rest now. Break. Ah, praise God. They were in Antioch. Look at this. Look at that. Look at it. It says, A whole year they assembled themselves with the church. With the church. Hallelujah. And touched much, much people. And the disciples were called Christians. First in Antioch, in the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you identify with the local church. You identify with the local church. And in the local church, you are taught doctrine. And by that, you are built up. Hallelujah. By that, you are built up. We learn the knowledge of the Son of God in the local church. You will not be able to effectively do this outside the church, the local church. The knowledge of the Son of God in the local church. Hallelujah. We learn of the doctrine of the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ in the local church. In the local church, we learn these things. We learn what happened to us at salvation. What really happened to you and I? We learn it, we understand this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 2. You see how that, you know, Peter was saying that, you know, to feed the flock which is among you. You are fed in the local church. You can't be, you know, you, you, you can't be well fed outside the church. It's not God's idea. It's not God's system. You are fed in a local church. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says, feed the flock of God which is among you. It says, taking oversight therefore, not by constraint, but by, but willing, not for fear to look about, of a ready mind. In the local church, that's when this happens. Hallelujah. The believer had not reached in the local church. Praise God. Acts 20, 28. Acts 20, 28, quickly. Acts 20, 28. Praise God. Acts 20, 28. Let's read together. One, two, go. This is to feed the church of God. Where will you be fed? In the church. 
You won't be fed from hopping by hopping from church to church. No, you won't. We will have series. You, you know, if for instance, if this is a series and this is the first time, this is like the third part of it, right? You won't be adequately fed. You will assume we said the things we didn't say. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say to feed the church of God. To feed the church of God, which he oversees, which, which he purchased with his own blood. Hallelujah. Number two, number two, under being built up in the local church, we learn service in the church. We learn service. How to serve God well. It's done in the church. It's done in the church. We learn how to serve. How to serve well in the church. Romans 12, 11. It says, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. You will do that well in the church. You will do that effectively in the church, in the local church. Hallelujah. Acts 20, 19. It says, to serve God in all humility. Hallelujah. It says, they served God, actually, in all humility. Apostle Paul speaking here. See, they serve God in all humility and with tears, I mean trials, which came upon me through the plotting of the Jews. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four, in, in, or number three, in being built up in the local church, we learn commitment or devotion in the local church. You can't be committed outside the local church. We learn committed, commitment or devotion in the local church. How do I learn commitment in the church? Praise God. Hallelujah. Just like we read in Acts chapter 11. He said in a year, they were in the church. They joined themselves. They assembled themselves with the church. Commitment is learned in a local church. Praise God. Hallelujah. By the cell meetings, by the prayer meetings, you come and come again. Hallelujah. What are you doing? You are learning commitments. You are learning to be committed. And you see, eh, it will make an impact on every area of your life. Commitments. Commitments. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acts 2.42 says they continue steadfastly. Commitment. Praise God. The next one. We learn faithfulness in the local church. We learn faithfulness in the local church. Yes. You do it again and again and again and again. In the local church. In the local church we learn faithfulness. Praise God. The next one. And all these things put together will help you to be built. That's what I just saying. We learn accountability in the local church. Tell someone accountability. I feel this is what many people need to hear today. Accountability in the local church. In the local church, there is accountability. Tell your neighbor, say, in the local church, there is accountability. There is accountability. And you learn it well in the local church. You are accountable. We also are accountable. The leaders of the church are accountable. The same thing with the workers of the church and the members of the church. Every one of us. Hallelujah. In the local church, which is the next one, we have oversights. Praise God. Oversights. Hebrews 13, 17 says, Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls as they, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy. I know we grief, for this is unprofitable for you. Hallelujah. You are monitored in the local church. When we notice that you are a member of a local church, you have joined yourself to this local church. When we don't see you, we ask you. We ask you. Because it's our responsibility. Where were you not in church? Oversights. But you see, I always say, if we find you doing that over and over again, 
we will stop. You know, I've seen things happen to people and they say, he's a member of your church now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just that sometimes you, are not, you don't want to say things so the people don't get offended. But he's not actually. Because when we put all of these things together, you will see that he's not there. But when things begin to happen, they want to quickly identify and associate with the church. But the guy is not committed. He's not accountable to anybody. No oversight over him. He just disappears and appears anytime. Accountability in the local church. And you see, it will help you even in your natural life. Praise God. If you hear me say, I hear you. Thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, you see, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it was saying all scripture is given by inspiration, it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof. You see, by the scriptures, actually, he wrote this to Timothy, right? He wrote this to Timothy. By scriptures, you correct. Hallelujah. By scriptures, you give out instructions and righteousness. By scriptures, you reproof. Where will that be done? In the church. That was what he was telling Timothy here. That was what he was telling him. You have God's word to correct. You have God's word to give instructions. You have God's word to reproof. Praise God. Praise God. In the local church, we are taught order. Many of us in this generation don't know order. Order is taught in the local church. There's orderliness in the church. There's a way to do things in the church. You know, he wrote to, was it Titus? He said, so that you may know how you ought to behave in the church. How you ought to behave. How you ought, there's a way to behave. There is. You know, (laughs) oh, glory. You know, uh, thank God for our days, really. There are many things that we have not been taught. So, you see, you cannot blame people for them. For some, no other. Anything goes, anything happens. Praise God. No. In the local church, there's order. There's order. There's a way to do things. Praise God. Hallelujah. I would have loved to read this. Or let's just see. I'm, if, we, if, we can, if we can quickly read it. First Corinthians chapter 11. First Corinthians chapter 11. Read from verse 17. It said, Now this that I declare unto you, I praise you not. Order. Talking about you can reproof in the church. You can correct and give instructions. Now, this was Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth and correcting them on certain practices that were out of order in the local church, in the church in Corinth. He says that you, he says that you come together not for better, but for worse. For first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be division, divisions among you. He says, the first, first of all, to even start with, I hear that there's division among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also heresies among you, Excuse me. There must be heresies among you that they which are approved may be made manifest on, among you. Verse 20. It says, when you come together into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper. And one is hungry, and another is drunken. Praise God. Do you get what we are reading? Verse 22. It says, what? Have ye not houses to eat and drink in? Or despise ye the church of God, and shame them that have not. What shall I say unto you? Shall I praise you in this? Says I praise you not. I praise you not. Oh, glory to God. 
Let's read from verse 33. It says, Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry for one another. Order. Wait for one another. So it means that they came for communion service before they finished setting off the table. <laughs> Somebody had come and cleared the whole table. You know, the wine actually was wine. So they drank and were drunk. It's not, it was not juice, so it was wine that made them drunk. Let me leave that. <laughs> so they were really drunk. And the guy sees the pastor and says, Pastor, <laughs> see your big head. <laughs> then the other ones are looking in the church. Huh? First Sunday of the month, I will catch you. They say, we will have communion service by 4 p.m. So I'm not going home. I will sit in front. <laughs> before the person who was going to set it up, you know, the table, before he turned back, he just went. You know, it was good, big bread. He used Carried it. Began to eat. Drank wine. I was drunk. Probably slept on the altar. <laughs> and he had to carry him out. Not drunk in the Holy Ghost. So, like drunk with natural wine. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Apostle Paul said, these ought not to be in the church. In the church. He said, I praise you not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 34, it says, if any man hunger, let him eat at home. That he come not together unto condemnation. And the rest I will set in order when I come. Order. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Praise God. He says, how is it then, Roshalom, please, how is it then, brethren, he says, when ye come together, every one of you had a psalm, had a doctrine, had a tongue, had a revelation, had an interpretation. He says, let all things be done unto a divine order, order, order. You know, I love this, this, this reading a lot. You know, they gathered in the meeting. You no, know, we used to have those things those days. And as the pastor is trying to preach, somebody just stands up in the crowd, just uh, I don't do this to mock anybody's tongue, but it was the general tongue. Oh, Lord, don't let me do it. <laughs> it was a general tongue. And the pastor is trying to preach or to teach the world. Praise God. He says, Let all things be done unto a divine. He's trying to give a prophecy. You know, did you attend churches like that growing up? Thank God for those churches, right? But you see, thank God that many of them have improved and have, have grown. And this person is trying to preach or to teach or they're trying to do something. Somebody just stands up in the, from the back. Thus hear the Lord. <laughs> and I oh, sure, sure, sure. Say, no, God is speaking. Say, hear me now. <laughs> Praise God. Apostle Paul was saying, order. Yes, we should come, hallelujah, with tongue interpretation, hallelujah, with a word of prophecy in our hearts. It means that there's a way to come to church, right? But you see, let it still be done unto a divine order. There's a way for it to be done. You see, see how he was talking about the women in the church. The pastor said to Pisa, you know there are people like that in class. I can use class. And lecture, today's topic is photosynthesis. Excuse me, sir, what's, what is for this? That's why we came here. <laughs> and there are some like that in the church. And, it, and so there were women like that in the church. 
And it was becoming annoying. Before they could talk. Before they could say anything in a meeting. I have something to say. I think, <laughs> I think, I think. So they gathered together and wrote to Apostle Paul. Say, sir, please help us. Is this thing right? I said, no, no, no. He said, let them keep silence. Let them ask their husbands. Many times the questions you're asking, you already know. Before you finish asking one, I, sir, I think, are you sure? Don't you think? <laughs> Praise God. Say, there is order in the church. There is order in the church. There's a way to do things. There's a way we ought to behave. Oh, reminds me of the, I think it was the Anglican churches. When you come late, when we are praying, you will stay outside. Order. You know, we wanted to be funky, beautiful, and all of that. We removed so many of those things. And a lot of those things are the things that are affecting us today. You will wait outside. You know, today you can just walk in a few minutes before the service ends. And drag your feet on the floor. Nobody will say anything. Before you sit down, your phone rings. You are out again. Order in the church. In the local church. There's a way to do things in the church. There's a way to behave. How he ought to behave. How he ought to act in the church. See, when you learn order in the church, you will realize that even your life, there will be order. There will be order. Say this after me. Say in the local church, there is order. Maybe I should add one more, then we'll call it a wrap. Hallelujah. Praise God. We learn reverence in the local church. We learn reverence in the local church. Reverence for God. Reverence for his body. For the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Reverence for his name. Reverence for his presence. You know, I remember Plan, Purpose, and Pursuit by Ken He again. One of the things he said the Lord spoke to him about concerning this generation is we don't have reverence. He said one of the reasons why the power seemed to look like it had waned is because the church today does not have reverence. Reverence. Let's lift up holy hands. You do. Reverence for God. Reverence. Reverence for his name. Reverence for the body of Christ. His body that you now belong to. Reverence. You are in awe, my God, when you come to the local church. Hallelujah. When they say pray, when they say let's stand to our feet to pray, Yes, you might be tired. But because you have reverence, you do. Let's lift up our holy hands in worship unto God. You do. Reverence. Reverence. The same thing. Reverence will make you put your phone on silent in the church. Reverence for God. The Lord is touching people, moving in the midst of people. Then you are trying to, you know, you are distracting them because you want to pick a call. Reverence. Reverence. It says, for this, many have brought damnation, condemnation unto themselves. Reverence for his body. Hallelujah. You count the things that are sacred, sacred. Yes. Yes. Praise God. You count the things that are sacred, sacred. Glory to God. Respect for the body. When we come, hallelujah. When we come, we reverence the body. The, no, the, the, the body of Christ gathering together in a local assembly. Praise God. I have respect, reverence for that. Reverence for that. I don't take it for granted. I don't take it for granted. 
I don't act anyhow because I have reverence. I don't dress anyhow because I have reverence. I don't talk anyhow because I have reverence. Praise God. Reverence. Reverence. Hallelujah. Reverence for his body. You see, have reverence for the Lord. You will see the move of the power of God like never before. Yes, reverence for the Lord. Somebody's praying and is trying to, you know, maybe it's your, it was even your junior in secondary school. They're like, ah, this one. I said, let's lift up hands, holy hands. That's when you are on WhatsApp. Reverence for the body. And it has look, it not look like the powers waned. It not looks like there's no, you know, ah, no. Reverence for the body of Christ. You know, reverence will even make you come to church early. Reverence. You don't want to be late and be distracting people. You know, you see, sometimes the ushers are funny, right? They will put you, they don't, they want to arrange these seats that they, they know. And there's a meeting already going on. And everybody already, you know, enjoying, you know, that worship. Then they put you in the midst of, you know, that tight space and all of that. Then they say you have to enter and sit in the middle of where the other guys are. Then probably the guy is kneeling. Then you, you have to tap him to stand up so you can pass and enter. Reverence. Reverence. Reverence for his body. Say, I have reverence for the body of Christ. I have reverence for the Lord in meetings. Reverence. Reverence will not make you miss meetings. Reverence for the body. Reverence. I'm not the one who miss meetings. Reverence for the body of Christ. You will see the power of God. The glory of God moving mightily through you and through the church. Through the church. Because we understand what this is. Reverence. Reverence. Worship unto God. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. And by doing all of this, you are built up. By doing every one of these, you are built up. By doing every one of these, you are built up. You are strengthened. Hallelujah. Oh, putting everything together, you are built up. Yes. This is what will make the difference. This is what will make the difference. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hands and thank him. Just lift up your hands and thank him. I've got reverence for the Lord. I've got reverence for the Lord. I've got reverence for the Lord. I learn and know to count what is sacred, sacred. Yes. Yes. Yes, I learned and know to count what is sacred, sacred. Yes, we're in a holy place. We're in a holy place. Yes, the body is holy. Yes, and I'm part of the body. I'm part of the body. I'm part of the body. The meetings are sacred. Yes, I'm part of it. 